0: Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Typical Creative Podcast. I'm Ashton, your host, and it's really good to have you. Thanks for listening. Today, the conversation that I have with our guest is much like probably one you've had. Uh, In fact, many of us have been thrust into the digital space, have become uh, creators of inspirational, educational, or informational content. And uh, yeah, so today, I'm just kind of unpacking some of what that means and some of the struggles that come along with that. And I'm really excited because Zach Hershey is our guest today. And he is such a fun person. We recorded this in the morning. So uh, you have to let our voices warm up a little bit. But either way, I think you're going to love it. So if you do, leave a five-star review. And without further ado, here's Zach Hershey.
1: One of the attitudes that helped me a lot with like overcoming that whole like fear of posting and whenever it might not be completed. Yeah so like i was uh, in high school and stuff like all a student college same thing um but when i went to ozark i re- re- i realized like the 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 panic that i was constantly in and the fear and i would always yeah. like like, you know, I get out, to, like, what did I do wrong? And, and basically like getting <laughs> right. stuff back is like, it's like reading the comment section of a video or something like that. Sure. Like seeing all the negativity and what was yeah. people pointing out all the flaws. And so like, when I went to Ozark, I realized like, this will be the thing that kills me <laughs> if I, if That's I do this, which good. I would not recommend to anyone, but I, I stopped, I stopped looking at all my grades, <laughs> the entirety of Ozark.
0: <laughs> okay. uh, I, my final semester, I didn't. They created that portal thing. Yeah, you remember that? I think so. Yeah, I can't remember. They the, so they started the online portal to mm-hmm. check your grades, but they did it on my final semester. I okay. still don't know what I what I finished with. That's crazy. Yeah, and I didn't do the final for like two of those classes. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I got a degree in I don't know. I probably got a D minus, but who cares? Oh, it literally means nothing to me now. <laughs> yeah, I,
1: I But I was so methodical in the process of building it. So like, by the time that I and I would read the directions so thoroughly that i yeah I knew that like i as soon as I got to the point where like this is the best I can do and, and still have my soul kind right. of thing. Then I would yeah. turn it in and so same thing with like creating videos and things like the, this is the best I can do with the time frame I had and yeah. still have my soul and yeah here you go and then like to post and let it go and and then to not sure.
0: not look back. Well I think there's a there's a funny balance for like platform, or I think it's really relevant to the conversation when you're talking about public speaking, like know your audience. Mm-hmm. Know like where your content's going. If your content is specifically like how to video content, make it so that it'll be searchable and worth watching in four years. Mm. If you're posting a TikTok video that's a trend that's gonna be dead tomorrow, post it as soon as you think you might be done with it. Yeah. Or maybe sooner, like post it as soon as you possibly can, because time in the trend bubble is better than quality in the trend bubble. Yeah. Because the trend is the only thing that matters. Yeah. So that's why randos doing terrible dance moves. Obviously I know TikTok is not mostly dance moves because I literally never see anybody dance on TikTok, (laughs) but for a large portion of people, that's still what they're doing. Yeah. And it's still like, it's still going viral, but that video at some point, like it's not like YouTube. Like YouTube videos most of the time will get a lot when they're posted mm-hmm. and continue to get a bunch of views. Yeah. TikTok gets a lot when it's posted and then goes to net zero. Yeah. And is done. Yeah, and it just it has like a sits on window. your account. Yeah. Unless you do like part one, part two, part three, part ah. four, part seven, part 20. That's the only way yeah. that you actually get your video, old videos watched again yeah, because no one cares about your stuff that you posted a month ago. It'd be like going back and reading a text that someone said, on my way, you're yeah. like, okay, that that means nothing. A month later, on my way, okay? Mm-hmm. You know, it's like that text is meaningless. But that's, I mean, knowing your platform is knowing your audience. Mm-hmm. And that, that's really important. It's like, There's times when I'm making a YouTube video. I'm like, oh, I want to put this piece on TikTok. I'll just like cut, cut, export, post on TikTok immediately. Mm -hmm. And then I'll just keep editing for YouTube and it might go up a week later. Yeah. But it's like, who cares?
1: That's, dude, that's smart. So I've been, I'm way behind on everything with with TikTok. Like I've, (laughs) you know, I go so reluctant, you know. It's a trap. And it was one of those things. Where <laughs> it's like a wonderful like trap. That even <laughs> on TikTok, there's that trend. Like, what's one thing that you made fun of? And now, like, it's an everyday part of your life. And then, the, you know, like, holding up the TikTok app. Yeah. You know, like, uh-huh. yeah And, um, uh, but it's definitely, like, the the potential to become viral on that is, like, so much higher than anything else. You know, you could just yeah. be a brand new user, po- post your first video, and it could have a couple but, million but views. But at the
0: same time, viral means less on TikTok.
1: Yeah, it does mean less, but Vi- like,
0: viral doesn't mean anyone will remember you. Yeah, viral on YouTube means people will remember you.
1: Yeah, because it's
0: elongated and yeah, yeah. Well, or maybe not. Now that TikTok's yeah. sort of making viral like this thing. Yeah, you know.
1: But I've been. It's intimidating for me to to think about like making and creating stuff and posting stuff to TikTok. Yeah, and even like there's some people, um, there's some younger people at the church that got hired on and they're like, we shouldn't make a church tick tock, you know? And, and I'm like, I've uh, heard that
0: sentence before. Yeah. And I'm like, you, <laughs> d-
1: but why? <laughs> but why? <laughs> and then like, what are you trying to like encourage? Because it's one of those things where like, it is a, it is a, a, a poison to children. I feel like <laughs> yeah. um, on a, on a lot of levels, it's a mixed bag. Yeah. And like, there's like a lot of like, you got to have a lot of discernment. You got to n- have your own opinions and know yourself. Yep. And if not, like you can get into some weird holes and stuff um yeah. pretty quickly.
0: Well and as soon as you search a little bit, yeah. It's curious how interested you are. And yeah. if let's say for instance when you hit puberty and sexual content becomes more interesting yeah. to you, you kind of look one or two, three or four times. Yeah. Now all of a sudden your TikTok is thinking hey this person might be interested in some of this and now guess what you're being spoon fed yeah and it's not just content it's
1: not even just like you searched it once yeah it it knows you're a dude or it knows like whatever and it it knows you had a
0: 12th birthday
1: (laughs) yeah it (laughs) throws you a little video and if you watch it like a couple milliseconds longer than the rest of your videos, so like, Oh, yeah. he, he liked it a little bit more, you know, or she yeah. liked it. you know, he, so swip,
0: it. he swiped away and then swiped back to it. Yeah. You know, it's like, like it, they know it, it knows everything. all that stuff. Yeah. yeah.
1: So you don't have to like it for that to be True. like the dom dominant thing that's sent yeah. to your for you page. now. Yeah.
0: Cause that's how, like, that's how Instagram was for a long time. It was like, mm-hmm. if you didn't search it or like it, it wouldn't know. Mm hmm. But you know now it can gauge quantity of time spent. Yeah, on that you specific know, thing. I yeah, used like to think on Instagram with carousels, how many did you mm-hmm. swipe through? How much time did you spend on each post? Did you yeah. go to their page? Did it get linked through? Did you share it? Did you, you know, there's like so many metrics that yeah. they can use to go. Oh, they like this content. This content is categorized here. And I, I, I don't. People demonize the algorithm thing. Yeah. Algorithms were never created for people to be punished. Yeah, algorithms are created to keep people on a platform engaged in something they're interested in. Exactly. The the evil part of algorithms is that humans are interested in things that aren't good for them. <laughs> yeah. Like ultimately that's that's the thing. It's yeah. like it's not that the algorithms bad, it's that we actually have an innate evil. And it and it's gasoline for that car. Yeah. And it's the
1: same thing with like yeah. For people a little bit more old school, like that's why news is so negative. It's like because everybody was watching it. Like, Wait, so, the news is negative?
0: Yeah, like, like since why, when? I, I mean,
1: I I cannot tell you how many moms I've heard. Like, I just wish that there was just positivity. You know, like yeah, you know, like they're just. F- Freaked out whenever um, the some good news came out, you know, with yeah. John Krasinski. You know, right. I was like, this is just, this is what I've always wanted. It's like, But well, those moms also, also just wanted to look at John, <laughs> 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 which I did do. It's just he's a beautiful, <laughs> man. handsome guy. Yeah. Oh, man. But yeah, like, just, yeah, we, we just, keep, you know, we like watching the, the car wreck, uh, the
0: tragedy, the whatever. Yeah. Oh, man. I think a big part of it is news reminds us that there's something out there that's less mundane than what we're living in.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it's fun to be mad. It's fun to be negative. Yeah. It's way easier than being positive because positivity sometimes can feel like a burden. Yeah. When the world feels negative, being the person who's trying to keep things happy can actually be much harder than just going, "Yeah, let's all just spit on it." <laughs> But if everybody's spitting on it, it's kinda of like, hey, this is kind of fun. Like let's yeah. all kick the can, you know? Yeah. And yeah, I I just think there's there's a there's a lot of sociology in there that I don't yeah. care to unpack because I'm not an expert. Yeah. But it sure <laughs> no, is it interesting. Play. Sociology of hate watching, even, you know. Sure. Do you hate watch anything? Um I don't think so. You don't think so? I had to think about that one. I don't think so. I uh
1: occasionally Depending do, yeah, on yeah, what do you hate watch? Depending on what, in, if I if I see enough commercials, like um, and I I don't like oh gosh, that looks so stupid, no <laughs> way. But one of the things my family started doing, like when it first came out, so like I kind of have just a lot of family memories with this. But The Bachelor, mm. um, so my my you older, mean shame watch? No, <laughs> I was gonna <kidding. laughs> shame watch. Yeah, yeah. hate watch. my 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 brother, uh, my older brother let me back up my sister would like make us all oh, watch it different my, gender i yeah. <laughs> i have my, my older sister uh she's you know i'm the middle child of five she's the oldest and then the rest of us are, are boys and Jeez. and she would get us to watch it and then by the second third season you know we're the ones convincing her to watch it more (laughs) yeah and uh the whole thing was you know making bets and about who's going to be the person (laughs) at the end and my brother horse racing my (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) like it was really funny that's terrible i know it's so bad but my my older brother guessed three years in a row uh from the first impression who was going to like win the whole thing (laughs) and and who got proposed to and so it just became this like weird thing and and uh and now like if i ever do like i was scrolling through hulu and like i saw it i was like i don't want to start this and i like kept going because i I get
0: i get engulfed in it and it's just it's so (laughs) stupid the concept of
1: it is just so
0: dumb it's like uh taylor started watching survivor the other day oh it was like episode or i mean season 30 or something stupid like that and i was like why are you watching this but like as she's watching it, I'm like doing the dishes or something. And then I like get invested in a character yeah. and then I sit down and I'm like, we just watch so much trash television. What the heck? But there's something about, I don't know what it is, but there's something about it. That's interesting. Yeah. That's engaging or like, kind like I, mean, I like that person. I hope they win. And it's really weird when you're like self-aware and, and you realize what
1: the show's doing to you Yeah, and, and you still like watch it. Like, this is fascinating. Like, like I'm yeah. almost studying myself at that point. Yeah. You know, like, like, why am I so interested in this? And am then, I
0: the monkey in the cage? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's definitely interesting. So I was going to ask you, we haven't even talked about this yet, okay. which is kind of stupid. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. I'm talking a while. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. Don't say sorry. What the heck? <laughs> uh, what do you do? What's your job right now?
1: Okay. Well,
0: uh, I
1: like six years ago moved to, uh, Evansville, Indiana, uh,
0: and work at a church first Christian church the very first one of Indiana all the Christian- Indiana yeah how is uh how's Indiana is it similar because you're Missouri or Kansas Kansas so four state area yeah basically the exact same thing just a little bit more hilly similar culture yeah. though like same kind of Bible Belt Midwest yes kind of feeling?
1: um uh, Evansville is a very interesting town because uh when I was describing the town to people um they would lean and be like, "Is that the is that the town that Pawnee is based off of?" And I was like, "Pawnee was Pawnee." It's like Parks and Rec. I was like, "What's Parks and Rec?" I have no idea what you're talking about. They're like, you seriously? Like, you have named Whoa. five staples of Pawnee, Indiana, from this, you know, from Parks and Rec. Interesting. That that you're saying, like. It, just you know, you, you didn't know about it, but like the weird things you noticed are like f- the things that are in that TV show. Like, like do you have toddler sized cups? or <laughs> it's like they are obsessed. They're actually the size of toddlers. Obsessed with food, <laughs> yeah. like um, JJ's waffles. <laughs> yeah. Like they like obsessed with food to the point where like like my first thing when I walked in like I felt like it was an idol. Like like I've never seen like like I love food i love eating but i never experienced like this weird obsession the potluck altar it's just it's crazy (laughs) like and you wouldn't and the the money they would spend on it and then and then that would lead me into talking about their festival Uh, evansville has this big fall festival that's once a year and like thirty thousand people come and and i'm like so what's what's the celebration for and they're like what do you mean like, well, like, <laughs> like, is it, is it for fall? It's is for it food. for the discovery of the, you know? And no, no, they just line like six straight blocks, block to block, like trailer to trailer, f- like food trucks and booths. And, and so it's th- like there's 150, 160
0: food booths. And that, that just sounds like we did an event based on what other people did for a reason, but we just did the things they did without the purpose. Yeah. It's like it's like when people when people lead worship or sing church music mm-hmm. as if it's a concert and only think about it in the same way. It's like, well, you're doing the same things without the same reason. Yeah. You know, it's like, well, there's a fundamental difference of purpose. Yeah. That kind of sounds like one of those things Yeah, where it's like and I would like sit there and try trucks, to point out like, just like do you guys
1: not know what like what you're doing? Like you're not yeah. This this could be for something and it's not for anything. And that like really weirded me out. And they're like, We we don't know what you mean. Like you're a total like Eagleton person. Yeah. Well, that's other thing. I was like, and then crazy thing, I was like, it used to be like two towns came into one. Oh they gosh. hated each other. And there's so much conflict that all the rich people got up and they moved to Newburgh and, you know, and, 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 and I was like, what? And they're like, that's Eagleton. I was like, what oh are you my talking gosh. about?" yeah. And have so, you seen, have you
0: seen Pawnee now? Oh,
1: I've since watched all of it. And now like, I, I like I, it's like one of my favorite shows just because like, yeah. I just being an outsider, I call like, it watching,
0: Pawnee Pawnee or yeah. Parks and Rec. I don't know. I think I just said, "Have you seen Pawnee? <laughs> have you seen Pawnee? what have you seen man. Parks and Rec?" Yeah, I've okay. seen Parks and Rec since. I heard it echo in my brain, and I was yeah. like, "What the? <laughs> that's not what that's called." No, I might not have even said that. We'll find anyhow, out later.
1: That's a tangent, but yeah, it's a it's a very interesting town. Like, and it's a big town, like a couple hundred thousand. Yeah, and they do not want to be a big city. Like they they want to stay separate, and they want to do their own thing. They have so enough as, people to build and do this cool culture thing. Yeah. And they they refused. So, they're, as an outsider who moved in, yeah, has that been a challenge to like feel accepted or are they, very or, much so? Because it's very uh, just like village based, and everything is so like concrete, and people have been yeah. there for so long, and they they're kind of they're to themselves very friendly, but like they have all these like family establishments and people sure. things that are just so ingrained that like you can't really
0: yeah get in when well, that kind of sounds like unintentional exclusivity. Yeah. Like very unintentional. They, they just really love the family atmosphere, oh, like yeah. the old timey thing or whatever, you know, when America was this or whenever, yeah. you know, it's just like without being political, it's like, well, yeah. when things were the way we liked them, Yeah. but now they're changing and we don't like that. We want it to be the way yeah. it was. And the past is always remembered better than the, the future could be, you know, yeah. and, and most people's minds the the past is at least known. So it's yeah. safe. Yeah. And so it's safer to kind of go with what you know.
1: There's there's some increasing positivity and there's some some movers and shakers trying to like, like they're realizing like, hey, yeah. we could keep being our depressed cells in our own corners or we can <laughs> come together. True. And there's even a, a guy that like hired some some people to come in uh, just on the church level of trying to unite the churches and trying yeah. to like, hey, we have this big good. city, all these resources. What about if we stop doing our own little things? And uh, like let each other know like what kind of resources we have and let's share resources. Let's try to come together for a common purpose of transforming the city. Gotcha. And it's, it's pretty cool, cool deal. So like there's things that are moving and happening and it's taken me a while to like realize it and see it.
0: So you moved there to be a youth pastor. Yes. And then this pretty little sick bug called coronavirus 19, (laughs) um, changed a lot of people's jobs but for you it changed your job in what ways like cuz okay, cuz yeah. you're not just a youth pastor now like you do some yeah, other stuff sorry, yeah, too, right I to,
1: yeah so whenever i moved to there i was youth minister and i still am the youth minister for been almost 6 years now but um this last year everything kind of changed because coronavirus hit and um you know me trying to figure out how to do everything online uh, force me to, to kind of unlock a different part of my brain yep. that I hadn't 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 used in a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I've always been very reluctant to jump into, um, uh, just the digital social media everything because like content I, I, creation or yeah, just
0: engaging online at all. Both, okay.
1: um, especially the engaging because like I I myself hate the swipe. Like yeah. I, I hate it. The scroll. A scroll, like the it just eats, eats my soul, but um soul scroll. There's a T-shirt
0: in there somewhere, <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah. So I I jumped in, and I had this idea of what would youth ministry be like if I jumped all in and did uh-huh. everything online. Like I was on there every day, yeah. posted multiple times a day. Sure. What would that look like, and would anybody care? And what kept me from doing it? And I had this like whole like well, how, how do you measure
0: people yeah. caring too. Yeah. How do
1: you measure people caring? And, it's and, be and that seems so yeah. out there that I, I was like, I don't even want to deal with that. Yeah. So I took the position of like, no, I just, I'll just stay out of it and I'll try to call students away from it and be like, Hey, there's reality and we don't have to live in that world. Mm-hmm. And then coronavirus hit and I was like, well, I guess I got no other option. Like, so sure. I had this path already planned out and I didn't have anything else to do because I couldn't meet with anybody so hmm. um so I started doing uh online content creation I went live every day on Instagram uh for months yeah <laughs> months I That's posted great. like at least 3 times a day you know I did all I just I just clicked and went into that mode right away and there was my different, like my theatrical side of me came out and I, I it was kind of weird cause I felt like I was just suppressing this artistic side of me. And through this, it's just kind of all came out. And, um, I did that throughout the shutdown and what kind of birthed out of that wasn't the church came to me. It was like, Hey, could you do that? But for like the whole church? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, which so, I think a lot of people, younger people ran into that idea, whether it was, uh, working for a, a coffee shop yeah or a church or a school or a whatever you name it where it's like, oh, you're the young person. Would you mind <laughs> would you it. mind helping us connect with online? Yeah. Because I I kind of what I heard from you a little bit in that too was you were saying, you know, come back IRL. Come back to real life. Yeah. And I think what a lot of younger people are saying is we have genuine relationships online. Yeah. Please understand that. And a lot of older people, millennials included, there's a lot of millennials who didn't really get on the social media world and have almost kind of followed a little bit more of Gen X in that they're like, we just, it's like media's consumption. And and then there's a lot of millennials and Gen Zers kind of depending on how you engaged with it, where it's like, actually... Some of my best friends and most meaningful conversations show up online. They show up on Reddit. They show up in comment sections yeah. on YouTube videos, on TikTok, on Messenger, on whatever. And it's like, I think it's just really hard to figure that out Yeah, because it doesn't look the same. And that was, so like, I think I'm probably
1: more on the Gen Xer side of things because like I grew up, sure. I was homeschooled, didn't have internet until like I was in high school yeah. and it was dial up. And so like, there's a lot of well, things Well, even just that, growing up in the Christian church, you might've been yeah. a little bit more on the sheltered. So like media so is bad when I, kind of thing. When I feel that pull in from it, like the thing is, I, I, I know what it's like to not have it. So sure. like, I almost feel this guilty feeling, but what, what a lot of adults and people in leadership- and, and people in churches don't realize it is what you're saying. It's like yeah. the deepest, most meaningful relationships for these students are online
0: or, or just people in general, like which to them like they, just sounds crazy and, and yeah, like a discounted version of living. Yes. But it's not like until you've don't knock it till you try it kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. You know,
1: like it is weird and it's hard to navigate. And so like for them to ask me to, to do this, I was like, okay, like what are you saying? You know, because that whole like, do you, are you trying to get me to build something online so that people will come back? Yeah. You know, like, is that what you're trying to do? Like, is that the focus of the content is to get people back in church? Or are you legitimately like wanting me to start a community online mm-hmm. that you're okay with them not coming back into the doors Yeah, and to to build something there? And,
0: and potentially lose some of the people in the room to the online community. Yeah. If you want to call it losing. Um, yeah. In their mind, it would be, it would be losing those people to that because yeah. genuinely there are some people who it's just, it's just a better connection point. They feel safer. They yeah. feel more open when they can just do it online. Mm-hmm. You know, like I've seen a lot of people who will open up and, and, you know, as much of a negative thing as we see the keyboard and the screen being a, a shield of protection, I can say whatever I want and I'm safe. Yeah. I think there's a positive side of that too, you know, where people yeah. say, no, I actually can feel safe kind of sharing my baggage or processing the loss of my parent or, yeah, you know, child or pet or whatever, you know, it's like there is actually some positive like that comes out of the safety of online. Yeah, Definitely. Um, because a
1: lot of times you don't know what you think until you say it. And some people can't say it, but they can type it, you know? Yeah. And And you can know you want to share it before mm -hmm. you hit send. Exactly. Because there's a risk with talking out loud. There's a risk with having a conversation like this. And um,
0: I would, I would definitely define that as some form of creativity. Yeah. It's communal creativity. It's how do you be creative and still allow every type of person to be part of community? Yeah. That's not art, but it's creativity. Yeah. And I love that. Like, And so what have you, what have you learned even from that too? Cause you know, you live stream for a whole year, you've done a bunch of new content, you kind of engaged, you said you unlocked a part of your brain. It's like, what have you learned about social connection, community, like share with me just kind of some of that, like, what are you, what are you picking up on? What are you enjoying? What's kind of like still making you scratch your head? Like, (laughs) give me some deets. Well, um, the different things that
1: Kind of unlocked, kind of realizing that that typical um, like, are you trying to make something that you're trying to refer back to, or are you trying to build relationships and right. just like, you know, build a sense of community, you know, because that those like inside jokes or things that you experience on a live stream, people like like that was great, yeah. Um, even if it was just like one person on there, you know, and um, but you create those moments, and then realizing that you know from those moments like come other content and stuff and yeah. you won't know what those are until you just jump out and you you do it and you try it right um so just some of the things i learned like my capacity for posting i thought was was so small you know mm. like i was like i could probably have one good idea a week um but with some of my different parameters that i set up you know, I could tell myself I was going to live stream at one o'clock every day. I told myself uh, that I was going to post at least twice a day. Yeah. Um. And then, um. and then it was one of those things where like, I, and I can't tell myself things have to be perfect. So whatever idea that it comes to my brain, yeah, just go for it. Just, yep. just try to make it like, you don't know what it's going to look like. Just, just, the more you think about it, for sure, the, the less it's going to be possible. So, uh, so, you know, I just made content and then realizing even just like if I live stream, guess what? Those are like, I can save and cut those small little clips of conversations with students yes. and I can post that later. And
0: you can share it with people who don't get it yeah, because you actually have something rather than to say, look, this person did this. You can say, no, I did this. Yes. And this is the text that came after the live stream. Mm-hmm. You know, it it's almost a, it helps you to actually complete the puzzle so that people can see the full picture to say, I've done it. Yeah. This is what, this is where the pieces came from. Yeah. 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 I love that. And,
1: and just like any amount of reaching out, like, because kids, students got so like just to themselves and they didn't feel like anybody was reaching out or didn't. So like, it was a cool, a cool thing where like, I got to be in their home, you know? Yeah. And, and hang out with them. And that was something that they didn't get to do otherwise and yeah and it was also cool just seeing just the community of other people online like like it was like the first time that ch- church went outside the church wall you know like i had random friends and people got invited in to the group yeah. and and things and i had you know people from i had students from my home church that got on every day and talked with me and like <laughs> yeah. kind of it was True. it was like a weird and it was cool because i got to bridge the gaps of all these different yeah relationships and people which is really really
0: awesome. Um, I mean, even like just for an instance, like you and I haven't really been connected for quite a few years now. And yeah. then someone that I have recently met knows you and I posted on Instagram, like, Hey, who's, <laughs> who's someone you would love to hear on the podcast. Yeah. And someone mentioned you, you know, shout out Mitchell. And uh, <laughs> Mitch he called you uh Zachariah, the priest, <laughs> 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 which is like, that's so Mitchell. But, but either way, I, I'm glad you're here. <laughs> yeah yeah and he was somebody that, <laughs> yeah. that
1: hopped on almost every day like he was just making coffee yeah. and going one time I was dressed up like a grandma and he hopped in and, and we had conversation between two grandmas while we were like I was trying to do like a stupid craft show where I was trying to make this like sheep <laughs> out of uh, cotton balls and popsicle yeah. sticks and right. I was trying to teach the kids how to how to make a you know and I was doing yeah. this and then he popped in and he had a grandma mask on and two like old sisters that couldn't hear each other have a conversation and then and then i have that f- footage forever now like
0: that i like
1: i could yeah. post later and- you
0: unfortunately
1: and fortunately have that <laughs> footage forever yeah <laughs> um uh but but with that uh like launching from that kind of like nonsense everything to now try, trying to have purpose to it yeah you know like because with students like that's how they have relationships that's how like, so like all that nonsense like it might look like nonsense but um I, and i like unapologetically like put like purpose at different times you know like like yeah like, like we're gonna get really boring now i'm gonna open up the bible and here's here's the what we're gonna do um but like you know they typically stick around ish and if they didn't i still just kept going because like yeah. i i gotta i gotta keep the purpose in with it um but now trying to bridge the gap between like what I was doing with students to now, like this is from the whole church. Yeah. And when the audience just
0: became very different, very, very different. The, the means of engagement, the expectation Mm -hmm. of what the contents for has just expanded to a very large range of what people want or what people expect. And so what have you done with that? Like, you know, you're, And I say that mostly just to you know, out of my own experience to see, (laughs) you know, because I did I did communications for a a church where I was doing everything for you know, the whole church trying to reach lots of different people and, um, you know, I don't think I ever figured it out. You know, (laughs) I don't think I don't think I did a good job. To be honest, I was like it was a lot and it was hard to figure out how to reach people. Mm -hmm. Um, and I I don't say reach people like we're gonna save them. But like yeah. reach people just just in a meaningful way that's like they enjoyed it, they laughed, or yeah, they shared it, or they commented because they have something to add to the conversation. It's like I just it's hard when you're yeah. when you're trying to get a lot of different kinds of people, uh, ages, backgrounds, yeah. jobs, especially it's crazy with with a
1: lot of like. Older people at the church, you know, like especially on Facebook, like that's like the main spot where a lot of this happens. For what's
0: Facebook? The
1: older, the oldens use Facebook. Um, okay. You have to show me that when we're done. I don't know what that is. <laughs> and you know, a lot of that age, like they'll share, yeah, and rarely comment, right, and forget to like. They'll heart, you know? they'll heart <laughs> react every <laughs> once yeah. in a while. Um, so, it, like trying to pivot to like, how can I engage and? and spur conversation in the comment section and stuff like that, that's been really difficult for me Mm -hmm. um, to to figure out how to, how to spur that on in a community that doesn't like, we don't have an online conversational community. So like, how do, how do I pivot to that? And then how, like, like how do I take this from like, Hey, we want you to just, watch but we want you to come back to like hey this is our space now right and that's been that's been really, yeah, really this tough. is
0: room 104 at eight o'clock on sunday <laughs> morning now
1: yeah you know <laughs> um so uh which i was really encouraged whenever i like i had a meeting with the elders and people and they asked me like hey would you do this and just trying to set up just boundaries and yeah. an understanding of like what's your expectation what's my expectation smart Okay. Here's what you think it's going to look like. I, I'm going to tell you what I can make happen, mm-hmm. um, because it was it was one of the things where like I'm doing a full time student ministry job, and you just asked me to do two new full time jobs. Yeah. Where like you wanted me to engage in relationships online right. and and cultivate this, and you want me to make and create content and teaching content and doing right. all the videos
0: for the, the whole church. Sure. Um. So, which it's like let's let's put our heads together and strategize. Unless you want me to do all of this, then we probably need to yeah. you know, figure out so, what what will not kill me and I can still give.
1: Exactly. So like I said, a very good baseline of like, hey, like youth ministry, the video project, all this stuff. Like I'm going to be able to do this at a third capacity and ability of what I really could do. So yeah. everything is going to be like, it's going to feel like everything's half done. But I'm one person and I and I can't, yeah. can't do everything. I'm sure. going to be surprised of what I can do because whenever I am just yeah. locked in creative mode, creating, you know, I can I black out because I'm like video editing and it's like six hours later and I like did like three videos and Thank
0: it's you. awesome. I love that version of me. I just work till 10 PM. Yeah. Sorry.
1: It's <laughs> My bad. Like, and it's one of the, yeah. like, and I just like, I love that version of me that I don't have time to do anything. And I'm just, I'm making everything that I think of. Like, yeah. I love that version of me. So That's like, cool. um, I'm more productive in every area of my life. If, if I, if I do this and if I overthink it and if you try to tell me exactly what I need to make, I was like, that's going to be, that's going to be tough. So I told them, I was like, you can give suggestions, but I'm, I can really only for, Hmm. for this strategy where I'm doing three different jobs, I can only really, I can make five videos that I feel an instant of what I want to do opposed to the one idea that you had that I'm going to force my soul to try to make and create.
0: So let me ask this. I heard you talking about creative freedom in there a little bit and you're, you're Mm -hmm. setting boundaries, you're setting goals, you're setting strategy, expectations, all that kind of stuff, because there's a limit or there's a level of freedom that you work best in. Mm -hmm. You know, and I think that is different for everybody. Some people need a little more guidance um, because they're more about implementation as far, as far as the like, strategy or creation of content and other people are more ideas, people and other people are more just like workhorse. Like they just like checking off boxes and making stuff happen. Um, regardless of what type people are for you, like what, what's like, um, I'm trying to think the best way to ask this. What's a, what's a means of creative freedom? Like, so I'm looking at this, not as a, like, Let me just clarify. I think this is what I'm running into asking this question is you're talking about making content, which I think there's, you know, there's professional content Mm -hmm. and then there's people sharing content just out of their lives. Yeah. You know, there's taking content with your phone to share on social media. Doesn't always mean professional content. Sometimes that's just personal sharing Yeah, in the same way that like not everybody who, who cooks at home is a chef. Yeah, but you still cook, right? So like there's a casualty and a casualty, that's not the word. There's a casualness, um, to some of the sharing, some of the videos that are posted, but then there's also professional side of it. Some of the stuff that's being shared, created, posted. So that delineation, I think is helpful for this. So for creativity, um, for creative freedom is kind of what I'm hearing you say. Like, what is it? What, like, what gives you creative freedom? Like, how do you feel the most creatively free? Is it having a box to play in and knowing where the lines are? Is it completely exploding the box and just having no one push on anything? Like what is it for you? And what have you learned about it too? I mean,
1: having limited resources is almost fun to me because like, and so I have like these boundaries and perimeters that things have to be within Mm. because of my, even my skill, like I'm learning a lot of these things to begin with um yeah. and some of the things that I have ideas for I don't know how to do yet so like monotonously yeah. figuring out what that looks like um but I mean even like having about like having limitations is almost it's fu- it's a fun challenge to me yeah because I get to find the weird way around it or over it <laughs> or through it or sure. you know um if somebody does give me an idea of what things could be like, or like, could you do something like this? And then me figuring out, um, like a version of it that, Mm. that does spark my interest, that does meet the same goal, but it's going to look entirely different. Yeah. And finding the different, the different route that scratches my itch. Yeah. Of, of creativity. Um, also I have like a weird like comedic gene that I've found out that I like. So any, any amount that I can yeah. try to make this funny. Sure. Um, it is all, is always fun and a, and a challenge, you know, like, like people just want to do a video where they announce something, but I want to make it, um, a comedy sketch. Yeah. And it still has the information in it, but now it's funny and now it has people's attention. Yeah.
0: Um, well, comedy is, uh, one of those great strategies for bringing in meaningful content mm-hmm. because it's a trust builder. Yeah. So even though it's fun, yeah, it's also purposeful. Yeah, and I think that you know some of the meet more robot people struggle sometimes to see that comedy uh, exists to create trust. Yeah, and to build relationship to where yeah. then you can say it breaks walls down important
1: stuff. And on top of that too. Like my my church isn't that much like like I'm I'm I, the church I work at like isn't creative isn't like this
0: sure
1: artful renaissance thing that I right. feel like I would probably like fit and, into more and so and not
0: every community has to be and not, like not, not not a yeah it doesn't have to be innovative masterminds you know. yeah
1: it doesn't doesn't have to be right um, most one of the things that has been fun with this like trust that they've given me where like I can also, that's also like a big thing too the fact that like, I finally feel like they trust me that I can make whatever and it can be posted or they can show it Sunday morning and, and nobody has to check it and watch it and get okayed through like the elders before it gets shown at church. You're like, that makes me feel, that gives me to where I can, my ideas right. go everywhere else, you know? Yeah. Like, but if I was constantly worried, like if this is going to be okay or, yeah, you know, like that's, because that's something that just really like bogs me down
0: because I'm, yeah. I'm worrying the whole time. But if I'm not
1: worrying, then I just get, right. to, get to go and well, do it. Well, you
0: actually changed your intended audience when yeah. you have to go through a grading system. Yeah. Because you have to make sure those people who are going to approve it, yeah. like it in addition to the people who are, going to be at the actual audience. Yeah. And I think sometimes that can just be a lot for the creator when, yeah. when you're already writing and planning and producing and editing and yeah. publishing, you add one more step. Now there's a critic before you get to actually publish. Exactly. That's kind of, a, that, I think what you're. that's a really, yeah. really great thing about creative freedom is when you can actually just have permission to play. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's that. I think that was, a, I think a lot of what I felt before COVID was that i wasn't like i was kind of ashamed of me mm. the me that would come out sure and then and then people would always point it out and you're like oh that's zach doing his weird thing and then i would feel shame sure. and then i yeah. wouldn't do it again because sure. like it was just so and um
0: which i like that i like that of you <laughs> that's a that's a part of that i always enjoyed yeah in college of like Just seeing you live into that goofy what the heck is happening. Like it's just fun, entertaining. And I know that's not all you are. It's just that's just like I like
1: I like that part of me, but like that's something that like me moving there, like it's like I hadn't seen in years. So part of this whole thing, like I I kinda gotta unlock that because it's not people that I feed off of that pull that out of me. Oh, sure. And that that was the the really tough thing is like, Mm -hmm. you know, like I, I can be creative, but this is something that I, that I I feed off of people, like, you know, for me to have an idea and somebody's like, yes. Mm -hmm. And then what about this? And they're like, yes. Then what about this? And then, yeah, yeah. you know, like there wasn't any, like it was me and then a wall. And, and when I got invited into doing this, you know, it was, yeah, like the, the limitations, the trust, the whole, like, Hey, like, like, we love it when you do that thing. Yeah. So, and then me not being ashamed of it—it's it's such a such a great thing. And one of the things with comedy, with building that into it, it mm-hmm. all, you know, it builds that com- community. And one of the one of the things that I've re- realized too is like, uh, not everybody is in the in crowd yeah. at church, mm-hmm. you know, and they're on the outskirts. And especially at you know the place I'm at, you know, like very friendly and like they're like they're a mirror of the city, like very friendly and unintentionally exclusive like they don't they don't mean to yeah great wonderful people different culture than what you might yeah yeah yeah. um the whole inviting into your life thing you know so like so there's a lot of things that that they know are stoic things that of of this church's existence but Mm -hmm. new people coming in like they don't they don't get cued in on it ever and it's inside joke that they're never a part of and some of the different videos and things that i've made um and through comedy like i've because I can pull out those things or point out or do something starkly different than those things, <laughs> right. you know, sure. and everybody laughs at it because that's totally not the way things are, you know. Yeah, um, that it creates uh, an avenue for people to get in on the joke or to be in a part of the community uh-huh. that w- normally would not happen. So yeah, like the video run- ran a little long, <laughs> you know, and we <laughs> sang one less song or something like that. Um, sure, but now like everybody feels like they're a part of something. Yeah, and. Uh, and they've just been watching something happen, but now they feel like they're a part of it because they know the joke.
0: I love it. There's a, there's a trend and it's not like, I am not the first person to point this out and I won't be the last. Mm-hmm. There's a trend though of authenticity and production, timing, execution sort of being opposites Um, in that, like you just said, like, Maybe we cut something. Maybe we didn't do things that we planned because the video went long, but people felt like they were part of something. Yeah. And when you said that, it just reminded me again that we're all just kind of searching for belonging and yeah. for community and for connection, for someone to care about us and for someone to care about. And I think that when we, you know, and I love excellence, yeah. I actually, I get really frustrated at myself because when I, attend a concert or see a, yeah. an award show or watch a YouTube video or a live stream or something, I notice production quality <laughs> and it's really frustrating <laughs> because I love production quality when yeah. I, when it's done right, but it's the yeah. easiest thing to mess up. Yeah, it's you know? so hard to be in the it's, moment. It's if you, hard if you to know, get a
1: hundred percent on every test. If you know exactly why that mess up happened or, right. and
0: if it's something that's like, yeah. Oh yeah, that classic, yeah. you know, but it's like, even if it's not a big deal, The fact that I know why it happened, it's still distracting to me. So anyway, I think the point I'm really trying to get at is that not that people are like striving for excellence and that's a waste of time, Mm -hmm. but I think there's a balance to be held. Mm -hmm. And a lot of what's happening now is this pendulum swing to authenticity, which for most people, like I said, or a little bit earlier is. Low production quality, bad video quality, bad audio quality. Make TikTok videos with only your phone. If it's clearly a camera, I don't want it. Yeah. Because it's it seems contrived or planned. Yeah. It seems fake. It seems inauthentic. And that whole just holding up your phone like like, Hey, I was just thinking. You know, like don't edit the ums and oos and ahs and all the little, you know, bumbles you have in your speech, but like there's something to it. And I think that there's gotta be a way to strike a balance because yeah. excellence isn't bad either. You know, there's, there's something rewarding to, um, doing something that's really great and compelling and motivating. And I think that does come through excellence sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, but I also think that authenticity is just as difficult as production quality. Yeah. Yeah. And That is, I, that's a whole conversation itself to say like, you know, production quality, just think about how much money and time and expertise and training and implementation and practice it takes to do it. It's a lot. Yeah. Authenticity maybe doesn't cost as much on the dollar, but it sure costs a lot more practice. Yeah. And it's even harder to measure and gauge. And, and so so anyway, there's just a, yeah, I think there's a, there's a, there's a big conversation to potentially be had there. I don't necessarily want to have all of it today, but like, Man. Yeah. What do you see in some of that, you know? Well, that was one of the th- when
1: you t- asked me like what thing, one of the things I learned, like it was on my, my my brain list was was like you gotta be okay with just being yourself. Like Yeah. Like that authentic.
0: So give me three tips on how to be your best self. No, I'm just <laughs> kidding.
1: Uh no, like it's so hard. It's and it's it's a weird thing and you gotta like to relax my mind because that was the whole thing. Like I wanted to perform. Yeah. I wanted to, to, to go out yeah. there. And, and I was like, but long, if you're trying to build relationships through content, yeah, you know, or, or like, and that's the goal, you know, it's not just like yeah. putting something out there. The whole thing is I'm trying to connect with an individual. Right.
0: You can't just um, quote Michael Scott all the time. Yeah. Because you're not <laughs> Michael Scott.
1: Hopefully. <laughs> yeah. So like, like I have to be okay with awkward silences and me just sitting there. Yeah. And Ooh, that's the hardest part of live streaming. Oh man. There's
0: just moments where you have to take a drink or. Yeah. Sniffle and, or blow your nose or.
1: Oh, it's so tough. Yeah. And, and, and even like you hop on a live stream and nobody's there and like, but you yeah. know, it's going to be posted later. Yeah. Like, you know, like after this, it's going to be up there forever. So like you're talking to yourself, talking to air, talking what to what it air. Feels like, yeah. yeah. So and, weird. and just like, how would I, how would I kill this time? Or like, you know, um, and, yeah. and just being okay with awkward silences and and knowing like you had, maybe you did have an intent of going one direction mm-hmm. and then it just went somewhere else because went, like, one time I got on a youth live stream and none of the youth got on, but one of their grandmas did. Huh? And yeah. so I just sat there and talked to Rose sure. like for 45 minutes we did a little Bible study and she commented the whole time. And like,
0: like, that sounds like uh, a really meaningful, like I get, I get the why behind that kind of experience for Rose
1: Yeah,
0: is like, she got to have that one-on-one experience that students get sometimes. Yeah. So it's like, wow, that's not what you thought youth ministry was going to look like today. (laughs) That's what it looked like today was inviting in parents and grandparents into Um, the process. But just,
1: yeah. Like that whole, just being okay with yourself and all the awkward little noises and silences and, and, and the more you make fake content where you pretend to be somebody else, then you can't, it makes it to where you can't do that Mm -hmm. too, you know? Um, so the authenticity being, I think you made a video being yourself on camera. Oh yeah. Just (laughs) recently. Yeah. (laughs) Um, uh, but just those, those kinds of principles like, like that, like seeing other people's content and the reason why I like it so much is because they're just themselves, and they don't apologize yeah. for it. Yeah. And, and that's what's, it's been really hard with even a lot of the tension and yeah. political things and whatnot. Just like, like just, just sitting there and just, just be
0: yeah. you. And it, it's okay that you're you. And, yeah. um, so that's been, and that's not an excuse to not, keep growing and be better. Yeah. It's just an excuse to not be ashamed of who you are today. It's Mm -hmm. like, no one expects you to be perfect except Mm -hmm. you. Yeah. So stop it.
1: Yeah. Like I'm (laughs) a harshest critic, you know, like, like all these comments and things that I'm talking
0: about that are negative, like haven't happened. It's Mm -hmm. just, it's my own thoughts. And there may be somebody out there who's brutal, but you know, we've all seen it. Usually people who cause pain aren't reacting to their own pain. Yeah. And so like as much as cognitively it helps to understand that emotionally sometimes it's not helpful to, to know that someone's hurting you because they're hurt. It still yeah. just hurts. Yeah. Uh, it still just hurts. But yeah, I think that is important. There's something you said about um like maybe people will watch this later. No one's on the stream now, but someone's gonna watch this later. And when I was doing uh communication and video work for the church, uh, one of the things that I would pray over content was that the Lord would bring people to it when it was time for them to see it. Yeah. So that if I got 20 views this week, when I posted it, that's great. 20 people needed to see it. Yeah. But one view six months from now might be the most meaning view it ever got meaningful view it ever got because you know, you've done that. You've seen videos on YouTube. Yeah. That's like two years late ago, suggested video. And you're like, why is this being suggested? It's not new. You yeah. watch it and it's so perfect. Yeah. You're like, I, I did need to know how to, um, do a backsplash. Yeah. That was so great. Thank you for this actually great video on how to yeah. do a backsplash better. Or, you know, yeah. whatever it were. I well, wasn't, that was even, uh, I just read Harry Potter. I, I really am interested in some of the Easter eggs I missed. Yeah. Whatever content it is. It's like, sometimes that's, uh, when, when it's time, it's time. And I, th- I think that's just a really important mentality to have when you're a small creator, when you're not um, getting the views and the likes and the monetization and whatever else. Yeah. is like, it still matters. That was one of the things,
1: like with all of everything I was doing and creating, I, I got no affirmation from anybody mm. for doing it. Like even the kids, I wasn't even sure if they were interested. Like some of them, like they would hop in and out and all yeah. that stuff. But like, I got no pass on the backs or Attaboy's. And talking about timing of things, yeah. like, like months, months later, everything's opened up, and then like an elder finds one of the things, you know, yeah. And it was meaningful for them. Meaningful for them. And then I had no idea. So like, I, I was creating all these things, and I made it a goal, like, of all the different lessons I made, like I was like, make those lessons of video, short, concise, because yep. I like I taught it three different times. So I'm gonna make like a two minute version of it. And Smart. and you know I and know exactly what I'm trying to say and and then post it and you know I did that for like a couple months and yeah. and then months after that like so, like adults started seeing them and finding them and you know and yeah. and that was that was something that was a really weird point and in and in, in everything was um like like that was the first positive reactions to anything that I've gotten mm. was like later whenever somebody just stumbled upon it, you yeah. know, and then it was meaningful that full to them and then they shared it. And then that's what even the potential for this new job that I have, because I'm the student pastor and virtual minister now. So student and virtual minister, but like that was the whole, they saw what I was doing. They had no idea that I was doing this the whole time. Right. <laughs> and they're like, Oh my gosh, this is great. Like, yeah that was great. Hmm. I appreciate that. You know, like in, and it was shared and all that stuff. So like that whole timing of things, like the one, hmm. the one time later and, and it, trying to make stuff that you want, you hope people would refer back to, you know, yeah. like that's so point. I like put, putting that through that f- filter is, is big too, but yeah. Yeah. That's the
0: one, cool. the one view uh, like, is that worth it? And it's so hard. Yeah. It's so hard. Yeah. It's, but like, you know, we all want to be part of life change. We all want to be part of shifting community or shifting culture or doing this or that. And it's like, I think everybody actually wants to have some sort of impact, whether it's for whatever motivation there's, it's, it's good to feel like you made a difference. Like everybody wants that in some way, shape or form. And, and, you know, for some people, one view maybe, maybe isn't worth it. You know, if you're doing like an educational how to type of thing, if it gets one view and one meaningful view, maybe that's not that great. Cause making a video hopefully means you taught more than one person because it probably took longer to make the video <laughs> to teach one person than it would have to just teach them. Yeah. Um, but like if it, if it 10 people, even if you know, 10 views is not a lot, but mm-hmm. did, would it take you more time to teach 10 people something? than it would to make a video on how to teach and then 10 people watch it, you know, probably yeah. it'd take less time to make the video. Um, so anyway, I, I don't even think the metrics have to be astronomical. Yeah, They don't even have to be massive. They don't even really need to matter. And you may, yeah, the, the frustrating part is you probably won't ever know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's kind of, that's fr- irritating, but it's fun to have, like it's, I think it's a good reminder just to talk about that, Yeah, just to bring it up because you know, as one content, creator to another it's like you know you probably never know the impact that it had on somebody sometime somewhere and uh i just think that's really cool um in the world of creative freedom like i feel like you've you've touched on a lot of different little things here and there that i've really enjoyed and i think that people will connect with and continue to carry on their own like thought journey with Mm -hmm. um but if you could just like say one thing that's been life-giving to you in the world of options and creativity and really just specifically on the like freedom to create. Like, has there been, has there been anything that you're like this piece of content, like this video or this post or this live stream, or even like this moment, I don't know was going to happen or I really liked it because the creative freedom led me there. Is there anything like that that you're kind of like, like just a good story or a a good moment or a good something that you've got, even if it's funny or meaningful, whatever will push
1: me to have that like over the top, push me over the edge Uh creative. Everything was whenever I got all the responsibility. Mm. Um, I think it was one of those things where at the church, if I didn't do it, it wasn't going to get done. Yeah. And, um, and it was, it was weird because I think responsibility and creativity typically don't go together, (laughs) but for some reason, for me, that was the thing that, that pushed me, um, uh, and, and, uh, I was watching, I think a video. It was Childish Gambino, Donald Glover, Mm -hmm. and and he was talking about, you know, people's like jealousy of his life and different things, you know, and he's like, well, if I had all that equipment and all that stuff, like I'd make stuff too. And he's like, no, you won't. You got a phone, you got this, like you can make it, you can make whatever now, you just don't. Yeah. You just don't. Yeah. So just do it. Mm -hmm. Like, like it's not, there's no difference between you and me. It's just the fact that like I have the idea and I, I go do it. So like, I think I saw something about that. And then like this happened and everybody kind of like looked to me yeah, to get things done. And, um, and, and I just, my, and then everybody was okay with whatever I made because like they didn't have to be the one to do it. Yeah. So it was like constant, like push for like, like they gave, they gave me the trust because they had to give me the trust and then I would give, whatever I, I gave. And that was, that was the thing that mm. they got to take. And, and the mm-hmm. fact that there was like positivity, like there was an exchange there yeah. and I started to, to love that exchange of where like, I felt like I could actually like build and shift yeah. a, a community and be a part of the conversation where, you know, before the person that spoke from stage, you know, mm-hmm. has primarily everything, but now I have this different Avenue where I can help, Sure. build community in, in a virtual world. And mm-hmm. I had never really thought of that that way. So um, I think one of the things that like first like, my, my weird, like obsessive thing that I couldn't get out of my head and it was kind of funny and weird, but whenever the lockdown first started to happen, I had a ukulele sitting around yeah, and I was trying to, I just, I just started laughing and started singing along different songs and, and lyrics and, you know, parodying stuff. And Mm -hmm. uh, next thing you know, I did like a sing along parody of Hey Ya. Oh yeah. By uh, Outcast. By Outcast. Nice. (laughs) Um, But it was uh, Corona, you know, like I was like, "Ah." Yeah. <laughs> Corona. Ooh, you think you got it? Ooh, you think you got it? You got it because you didn't wash your hands at all. <laughs> like, That's and hilarious. it just built into this thing. So, like, I turned. It looked like a little like, hey kids, like ukulele scene. And, oh yeah, yeah. And I'm and and I and I made it. And I had like words pop up at the bottom and follow along. Oh my and gosh. And, um, that's hilarious. And they and all all they all the leadership told me to do was, was do an announcement video, and that's what I turned. I, I did that, and it was like spliced into the announcement portion of everything. Oh my gosh! And whenever they okayed that, like like whenever they're like, oh yeah, yeah totally. Like 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 they. Sweet. I was
0: like, I was like, oh, roll it. You mean I can? <laughs> I was
1: like, so like whenever I realized like I could do that. Yeah. Um and and that was okay you know yeah you're Um, testing the boundary and you're like this is way out there and they're like no it's fine you're like oh i can really run i had no idea that i could have run and that that whole like permission to stride out you know like i felt like i was kind of you know i had cuffs on you know or something where i couldn't couldn't move couldn't you know, be loosey goosey and out there. And they're like, wow, you can really dance. Was, wow.
0: <laughs> you can really dance.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I was just <laughs> sorry, that's funny. Uh, like, and, and just that, that like, that was, I think the first moment that I felt like, like I could stride out. Yeah. And it was, it was it's euphoric. Great. Like I, um, freeing, I'm trying to even think of other words to describe it, but, it like that was probably yeah I mean the biggest moment that changed my perspective because like I didn't hmm. especially before that like I mean I came out of a huge time of depression and yeah. and sadness and trying to rebuild my life and figure out who I am yeah because like I didn't think that that I thought that Zach was dead right like I could not find him yeah. and part of that was like you know I didn't feel like there's anybody that I could feed off of and stuff yeah. like that. Um, and that would bring that out of me. But the, like right. that, I think part of it was like, I felt like there was like this creative like pressure or like, or like, like you can't do this. You can't be this. You, yeah. you can't be you, you know? And I, I was feeling that, but turns out like it was all in yeah. my head and it was stuff I was reconstructing sure. and trying to rebuild myself. Yeah. And that was kind of like blowing the lid off of it whenever they're like, no, do it. Yeah. And then, then it was in like slow-mo
0: a slow-mo feels kind of daunting. Yeah. It's like uh have you seen the first episode of Loki? Yes. So that that moment when the time police first hit him in the face. Mm-hmm. And she's like, You're now moving at 164th or whatever of the 116th of the speed, but feeling all the pain in real time. Yes. That's kind of what it feels like when you don't have permission to play. When you don't yeah. have creative freedom, it's like every tiny little bump. Is extended, but you feel all the pain in real time. It's like you get the Dude, one for one angry little like slap in the face, uh, yeah. one mean comment, one video that doesn't perform, one thing you put out and nobody cares about, or someone just goes, That's weird. You hear over here a hallway conversation that's negative about it, whatever it is. Yeah. But you feel all that pain, not in that moment, but in an extended 116th time. Yes. And you're just sitting there taking um, the pain, yeah. waiting for the moment to end. And it's hard to be resilient in the midst of that. Yeah. But it sounds like you've, you've started to feel that. Yeah. You know? And I think one thing I just want to, even if you ever come back and listen to this podcast, just <laughs> you, if anyone else hears this good for you, but this is for Zach, this is for future <laughs> Zach. Uh, you will have another one sixteenth pain moment. One mm-hmm. second, slow, t- slow motion, long endured pain but there's also a hill right after that and climbing hills sucks, (laughs) but it's fun to be on top. Yeah. It's fun to be on top of the hill. So go for it. Yeah. Take a, take a drink of water, take a rest (laughs) take the climb. It's worth it. Yeah. Yeah, It just is man. It's just, it can be life giving. It can be, I I think I said earlier, it's it's something that borrows from your soul and something that gives back to your soul and to find ways where you can, uh, actually be growing from it and have it not be like borrowing from you. Yeah. Is, uh, I think that's just one of those things that as a human, you have to just be aware. Yeah. You know, whether it's your diet, exercise, mental energy, social energy, do you have something that contributes to you? And, you know, sometimes that actually is mean it, it, it's, it feels weird because it actually means you're giving, out because it can be purposeful to like giving is receiving, you know, it's sort of a generosity thing um, of all types of, of, uh, of wealth, emotional wealth, social wealth, financial wealth, whatever it is. It's like, sometimes giving can actually be the best gift to mm. yourself, you know? So, yeah. Anyways, is there anything you want to share? Is there anything you're kind of like, Hey, I just really wanted to sneak this into a podcast.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Now's your time. Oh man. No. Um, there, there really isn't it's just been it's been it's been it's been a wild ride and I love um, just connecting like this it's one of those things where I just push them pushing myself to get out there and be yeah. okay be okay with things being recorded and doing yep. something that's uncomfortable and and weird and different and yeah. especially in a world where I'm trying to get other people to do things like this yeah. I was like you know you asking me to come out I was like,
0: uh, so this is what this
1: feels like.
0: (laughs) Zach, thank you so much for coming on today's episode. Like straight up, it was great to hang out. And creatives, let me leave you with this. Let me encourage you to jump on a live stream because some of the best online and creative support that I have personally found is in chats and live streams. It's on IG uh, live. It's on YouTube. It's on Twitch. And so if you've never engaged in that, give it a shot. It's really, really fun. As always, I gotta say it, stay creative. See you later.